0: This is 24-7 Sports Hub Radio. And now, with their always informative and often entertaining take on the sports news of the day, here are Jonathan Ragus and Jim Williams.
1: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a very early edition of 24-7 Sports Hub Radio. I'm your host, Jonathan Raggis, and alongside me, as always, is Jim Williams. What's going on, man?
0: You say very early as if it's like, welcome, it's the Dawn Patrol. It is, on. it's welcome. early,
1: man. We're going to be snoozing on air like Mike Francesa. Yeah, we're
0: going to spill Cokes all over the place. And,
1: uh... <sighs> Goulet. <laughs>
0: Goulet, stop the <a laughs> pain, please. we got a lot to get to in a lot less time. We've got mostly an NFL-themed Friday for you. Uh, we've got you know, games to pick, a game to recap. And I think we have what we might qualify as the douchebag of the week. I'm uh, linking you to that right now uh, in our chat. Uh, Speaking of chat, if you want to chat with us, by all means, reach out and touch us, darn it. You sign in on blogtalkradio.com. Get to our show page. There's a chat. I'm there. John's there. You want to be there to chime in with your thoughts, feelings. Maybe you want to pick the games uh, against us head to head. That could be fun. You can also give us a call, 347-237-5373. That's 347-237-5373. And uh, click to Skype if that's available. But let's go back to a wild Thursday night in the National Football League.
1: In the NFL. And guess what? We both picked the Redskins and we lost miserably because the Minnesota Vikings Uh, beat the Redskins 34-27, led by Christian Ponder?
0: Well, partially, because uh, Ponder, uh, in vintage Ponder fashion, hurt himself. And we'll talk about that in a moment. But I want to correct you. You picked the Redskins. So did you. I picked the Washington professional football team. Okay. Either way, we still lost. <laughs> well, this is true. Well, this was me assuming Washington had a professional football team. But uh, it was a tale of two halves, really. Uh, Robert Griffin III was on the Fire! For much of the first half. But, you know, the one problem, people want to say, well, how'd they lose this game? I look at the offensive line for Washington because Griffin, all night long, was getting, well, he was scrambling out of the pocket and he was getting um, touched up, shall we say, in the paper business.
1: Oh, he got sacked about four times?
0: Sacked four times, hurried a bunch more, tackled a few. It was a mess. It was an absolute mess. And how he's staying vertical this morning is beyond me. So he was 24 of 37 for 281, three touchdowns. Alfred Morris had a nice game, 26 carries for 139 yards. But again, stop me if you've heard this before. They kind of went away from him yeah. as the as the second half wore on. Unfortunately. You mentioned Christian Ponder. He was seventeen to twenty-one for one seventy-four, two touchdowns. He threw a pick, and he also, wait for it, hurt his collarbone and will be out for a few weeks. So Matt Castle came in at one point four of six forty-seven yards, and uh, they, there he is. Adrian Peterson, there he is, twenty uh, carries, seventy-five yards, two key touchdowns. Uh, Carlson ninety-eight yards receiving and a touchdown as well. Patterson with a touchdown uh, receiving. You know, it was just, um, you know, one of those games where the Redskins snatched defeat from the jaws of victory. That's what it was.
1: Wasn't a good one. Yeah, I mean. Wasn't a good one.
0: No. Sure. But, it was uh, uh,
1: two bad teams playing.
0: You know, and I'm not going to repeat what you just put in the chat. That is a, that is an offensive thing. That is a horrible display. It's a shame it happened on our airwaves. That's disgusting.
1: I'm it did happen disgusting. on our airwaves. I, I wrote it to you.
0: Yes, well,
1: well, it went through.
0: See, internet has well,
1: forget it. No,
0: it really doesn't. <laughs> but uh, well, you're right, unless you're using Wi-Fi. And then it was,
1: just a, it was just another name for the Redskins. That's all it was.
0: Yes, um, the number after three. Now, um, <laughs> what? So, so, uh, so the Vikings, and I love this. I got to give props to uh, to Brad Nestler, who kept purloining this over the course of the evening, and the Vikings. Have won in the United States of America because, of course, their only other win was in London. Yeah. So, so Minnesota gets their first win in the continental United States of America. Congratulations! It may be your last one. You
1: know what? Maybe they're the team to move to London. Mm,
0: it's been rumored. Well, it, well, I mean, I don't know.
1: I don't, I don't. I don't think. I don't think they would. I don't,
0: I don't think so. Now the new stadium is going to be built for them in yeah. a couple of years. So it, it's it's
1: going to be Jacksonville. It's, it's not going to be anybody else unless they put an expansion team or two there. I, I, well, I, well I they'd have
0: to—they'd have to make it probably four realistically if they're going to expand. Because if you add one to each conference, one team's always going to be on bye every week, and that's going to be kind of a, a curveball. Although they could make it work, but yeah, I don't
1: know. But you huh. know, the London as the New York Jets face the London Tea Sippers.
0: Ah, uh, the, L- <laughs> the London Tea Sippers. Why don't we just call them the uh, uh, the London Pippas? How about <laughs> that? 'Cause they 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 may look good but they can't play good. That's what I'm uh,
1: The London Bangers and Bash.
0: You just like saying Bang Bangers and Bash this fall on Fox.
1: I like that. Bangers and Bash, Bangers and Bash. Yeah.
0: Followed by Franklin and Bash.
1: So it all <laughs> Works. Joining us Wednesday is uh, former uh, England Prime Minister Tony Blair to talk about this. No, no. Uh,
0: yes. Oh, yes. Um, so, hey, I would love to have Tony Blair on Oh, yeah, too. he's awesome.
1: I love Tony Blair.
0: You, you, you ever watch on C-SPAN the Commons Question Time? Oh, those those are fun.
1: Yeah. The, My
0: right honorable friends.
1: I, I, I have a life. I don't, I don't put on C-SPAN. So. Wow.
0: That's the half hour of the week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that's it for today's show. <laughs> it's quite entertaining. Oh, we got it.
0: And the thing, we didn't know if we'd fill a half hour. Well.
1: Uh, uh, hey, listen, man, it's only 23 minutes left, so we're, we're filling in the rest. This
0: hour has 22 minutes. That's right.
1: Uh, so let's move it over. Let's pick the uh, rest of the week 10 games, Jim, since we both lost. Uh, you picked the Washington professional football team. I picked the uh, the number three skins.
0: Oh jeez! <laughs> yeah, but you remember, remember our last show? We had Dave Coulier a clean guy of comedy, on, and now we haven't said
1: anything bad once, but we've been suggestive. We've been uh, suggestive. What a great show with Dave though, wasn't it?
0: It was, and we invite you to listen to it in our archives. It was a lot of fun. Uh, truly, one of the highlights of my time uh, doing this show, aside from just working with John Smirk. Smirk.
1: He'll be back. He'll be back.
0: Oh yeah, we're going. You know, yeah, we're uh, going to talk to hockey. Maybe get a Don Cherry impression out of him. You never know.
1: Uh, You know, I wonder if he can do a Don Cherry impression. Oh,
0: how can you not, uh, you know, uh, yeah.
1: I I was watching. He was on WGN or some interview the other day, and he was doing his uh, Richard Pryor, Chris Rock, and Tom Hanks impersonations. And the Chris Rock one had me in tears, man. It was great.
0: (laughs) Obviously, he had to clean up just a little bit, but yes.
1: Great, 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 great. All right. They
0: a great slate of games. Look just, at that segue.
1: There, you know what? There is a few good games, so let's start off with your Philadelphia Eagles gym as they take on the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau Field on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Who do you
0: got? This is tough because Seneca Wallace will be starting for Green Bay. Nick Foles coming off the greatest game he will ever, ever, ever have in his life. Do
1: not know that.
0: Oh, come on, Every man. time
1: you talk garbage about Nick Foles, he proves you wrong.
0: Well, that's it's reverse psychology, and I'm furthering that reverse psychology by <laughs> by picking Green Bay because I think they're actually going to allow their runner running back, Eddie Lacy, to, wait for it, run the damn ball.
1: Yeah. I, I pick
0: Green Bay reluctantly.
1: You know what? No matter what Lacy does with the ball, you still have to have a quarterback that's going to throw a couple of touchdowns, especially at Lambeau. So mm-hmm. who you got?
0: I just said, you don't listen to me, do you? No. I said Green Bay. I have reluctantly Green Bay Pitt winning this game.
1: I'm going Philly. I'm a Foles fan. He's your main man, isn't he? Let's go to the game of the week. The Jacksonville Jaguars oh, taking on the Tennessee Titans.
0: <laughs> 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 ah, you're a son of a gun. Uh, Jacksonville and Tennessee, huh? Cut it out. Oh, yeah, cut it out, would you please? Uh, Tennessee, can like, we move on?
1: Yeah. No-brainer. Buffalo Bills and uh, E.J. Manuel starting for the Bills this Sunday, taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers.
0: Intriguing matchup. Um, I'm going to go with Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, I'm going with Pittsburgh as well. They're looking pretty good lately.
0: Especially when they get Le'Veon Bell going.
1: Le'Veon Bell. All right. The Oakland Raiders taking on the New York Giants.
0: Okay. You no, know, I have to preface this by saying I think this is a game Oakland can easily win, but when the last time we played, a, a, a we had a West Coast-East Coast game, I forgot the cardinal rule of picking these games. If you're a team from 3,000 miles away, and you're going 3,000 miles east, you're going to lose. So I'm going to give the Giants a victory.
1: Yeah, got the Giants as well. All right, we got the uh, St. Louis Rams. And Kellen Clemens taking on the Indianapolis Colts and Andrew Luck, and I think that's what the Rams are going to need in order to win this game, Jim.
0: Yeah, it's going to be closer than everybody's thinking, though. What's okay? I ask you, my degenerate gambling friend, what is the line?
1: I don't even know right now, to be honest.
0: And you call yourself a broadcast journalist? I had you? it
1: earlier. I can't remember. Hold on. I'll, yeah, I'll bring it up. I'll I'm bringing it up to... right now. I got. I got, I almost have it in front of me.
0: <laughs> you see,
1: see? Actually, no, I don't. You got to bring it up. <laughs> I, I'm
0: here. We go again. Uh, yeah. Well, the things we say that actually make it on air. It's amazing, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, NFL football lines. Look at me. I'm tap dancing. Wee. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I just this is why we don't do morning shows. This is I don't do mornings, I need more coffee. It's actually Indianapolis by ten. Yeah, because they are gonna yeah. stop them. That's why. I, I will say this. If we were playing points, I would pick Saint Louis, but since we're going head to head, just straight up, Indy for right. the
1: win. I got Indy as well.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Seattle Seahawks taking on the Atlanta Falcons.
0: Ooh, this is dangerous. Seattle's not at home. Um I don't say that facetiously. I I do mean that...
1: Roddy White, out another three games, just announced. Really, nobody for Matty Ryan to throw to. Running game is terrible. But
0: Seattle is coming off of almost the most embarrassing loss in franchise history.
1: Yes, but that was last week.
0: Yes, but this team isn't much better, and they're on the road, so they're kryptonite.
1: Uh, If we were going off phenomenal performances and embarrassing performances, then the Eagles should basically just stomp ass over Green Bay. It'll be Eagles versus
0: Denver in the Super Bowl. my uh, words. See, I'm going with Seattle, but it's going to be a field goal. It's going to be a field goal difference. In this Seattle
1: game. as well, and I think they're going to win by two possessions.
0: I hope you're right.
1: Let's go to the videotape. No, okay. Cincinnati Thank you, Eagles. Warner. <laughs> oh, my teeth fall out of my mouth.
0: <laughs> Super Bowl.
1: <laughs> oh, if you've never seen that video, go to YouTube and type in Water
0: Winter Wolf's my main man. He
1: falls out. It's great.
0: Poor uh, Warner. he's now with the I-Man, so that's,
1: oh. he's with the I team. All right, Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore.
0: Pick em game according to Bovada. Not that they sponsor us, so I shouldn't even drop their name. You shouldn't. I uh, yeah. Same uh enough. I'm going to go with um I'm going to go with Andy Dalton uh Cincinnati.
1: Going with the Cincinnati Bengals as well.
0: They are not supposed. to.
1: We got us a good game now. Here we go. Detroit Lions taking on the Chicago Bears.
0: This is the epitome, ladies and gentlemen, of a pick'em game. Who do you like more? Well, keep in mind, remember, with this game, guess who's back? Back again. Cutler's back. Tell a friend. So, the bromance. Cutler. Marshall. Touchdown. Back together again. Must be love, love, love. I'm going to go with Chicago at home. It's going to be close.
1: I'm going to go with Detroit here. I think uh, a, little, uh, a little rust in the arm of Jay Cutler. It's not going to look as good between him and Brandon Marshall. But the connection between Stafford and Megatron has been going strong pretty much all season. Got to go with Megatron. Okay. Carolina Panthers taking on the 49ers. And if this was last year, it would be a no-brainer. But it's really not this year, John.
0: It's a, you know what? This is a mind, This is also a pick em game, even though the line is San Francisco by six.
1: Yeah, I think that's too high.
0: I think that's too high, too. I think San Francisco squeaks by with the win, Uh, quite frankly. I think Frank Gore, and watch how I word this, will barely outrush Cam Newton.
1: Yeah, I'm going with uh, San Francisco as well. Honestly, if Kaepernick has a week one game, the 49ers could fly just way past the Carolina Panthers, but... Kaepernick hasn't looked good since that week one game. and I don't care what anybody says. I don't care if he rushes for 150 yards for two touchdowns. He's a quarterback. you got to throw the damn ball.
0: If you're San Francisco, if you're a fan of the 49ers right now, are you saying to yourself, boy, I wish we had kept Alex Smith right about now?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah just, absolutely. Just
0: throwing it out there.
1: I would think so. All right, man. Here we go. Houston Texans taking on the Arizona Cardinals.
0: This is also kind of a, a confusing pick style game. I'm gonna bo- I believe in Case Keenum. I'm going to give Houston a road victory here.
1: Yep, Houston as well. This game, I'm going to go with the upsets. I'm picking this game first, Jim. All right. Broncos at Chargers.
0: Oh, man.
1: I'm going with the upset here, and I think the Chargers actually have a chance to win this game against Denver at okay. this point in time.
0: Get, would you please tell me why?
1: I- it's just a feeling, man. It's a gut feeling. I, just a feel. I honestly like what Philip Rivers has been doing all season long, and I think if they can get something out of Ryan Matthews in this game, I I I honestly could see San Diego taking this game.
0: I I will not have the drugs you are on right now. Uh, I'm going to pick Denver. Well, then again, you're going to hear me say that, and you're going to say something in a minute. But I'm going to pick Denver.
1: Okay. Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> The mm-hmm. Saints.
0: The Saints are ticked off um after what happened against Yo Boys. Oh yeah. So they are going to take it back home and kick the Cowboys out of there by at least seventeen points. Saints win easily.
1: Yeah. Got it as well. Saints win. Monday night's game. Miami incognito dolphins taking on Tampa. Revis Island Buccaneers. Battle for Florida, man. Where are we going with this one?
0: Well, Jacksonville has no stake in it. Oh, wait. Jacksonville never has any stake in it. With everything that's been going on, and we're going to bring it up in just a moment here, and I've waffled on this game pre-show, I'm going to pull the trigger and say Tampa Bay gets a home victory and gets off the schneide. I think Tampa Bay can win this game because of Miami's heads being out there with the incognito Martin thing.
1: I'm gonna go Miami on this. I, you know, even even what's going on with that, I still think Tannehill's better. Uh, the running game's better. The wide receiver's no,
0: better. No, the running the the running game is better in Miami. I I would beg to differ.
1: I'm sorry, man. I'm not a fan of the running game at all down in Tampa Bay.
0: Mm, okay, fair
1: enough. Main man. Not. Is they, Martin even playing?
0: Uh, that I'm not sure of, but you know what? I'm still picking Tampa Bay because I like to pull off the upset of upset. <laughs>
1: Tampa, the upset of upsets is going to no, be... No, no, no. Tampa Bay rough.
0: winning would be the a, a team that's o for the season. I like, I've like. i done that before uh, in Pickham's... If uh... the
1: Buccaneers are playing Denver or KC and they win that game, that would be the upset of upsets. But they're playing Miami. So if the Buccaneers win, they win against the mediocre at best team. But I still think Dolphins being mediocre at best is still better than what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are.
0: Well, I'm also looking at it from the fact that the Buccaneers exploited many holes, once again, that Seattle has. So, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, but a loss is a loss, man, whether it's by three or by 30. So.
0: Yes, yes, indeed.
1: Let's talk a little bit about this Richie Incognito mess down in Miami, and it really is just a mess right now. We've had Ryan Tannenhill and so many other players coming out saying, oh, we thought Richie Incognito was Jonathan Martin's best friend, treated him like a little brother. Then we got other players coming out saying what a scumbag Richie Incognito is. Uh, Sexual harassment charge back in 2012 for him. Kicked off his college teams. Traded by the St. Louis Rams because he was a scumbag to his coach. What's going on, Jim?
0: Well, it even gets more sorted as you go back to earlier in his career. And you go back to uh, his time in New Orleans and how this sort of stuff, the hazing and what have you, continues onward. Uh, It's just mind-numbing. It's absolutely mind-numbing. And the fact that there are people who are pretty much calling out Martin for being a wuss Mm -hmm. or for being a chicken, scaredy cat, whatever, they're more appropriate words that I wish not to say because I'd like to keep my position as co-host here. Uh, You know... We don't know the ha- – we're never going to know the whole of this. We're never going to know the entirety of what's going on here. Um, going back to another former teammate when uh, they were uh, on the 2005 Rams, uh, Cam Cleveland, I believe his name is. Correct. Uh, former tight end. Yeah. Here are the thoughts here of uh, Cleveland uh, telling the Los Angeles Times uh, during the time that he and Incognito were teammates. Quote, I'm not afraid to say that he was an immature, unrealistic scumbag. When it came down to it, he had no personality. He was a locker room cancer, and he just wanted to fight everybody all the time. It was bizarre beyond belief. Then you learn about how some of the coaches were trying to goad incognito into toughening up Martin. Last time I checked, to toughen somebody up should not require racist slurs, threats against family, threats against loved ones. That's not toughening up. That's just, you know... I don't know who the bigger problem is right now, and I mean this sincerely. Incognito or Joe Philbin and the coaching staff? I really don't know because they are very culpable in this. If it is indeed true, they said to Incognito, hey, we need, we need some help. You need to instill some fear in the eyes of Jonathan Martin. If that's the case, they are every bit on the hook, if not more so, than Incognito. Yeah. And how Philbin I, – I, I think regardless – if the the Dolphins are what four and four right now, something yeah, like
1: that. Something like that.
0: If they run the table, which of course you know they won't, because they're going to lose to Tampa Bay, roll ties in Baguette. Nah. Uh, but if they were to get into the playoffs, I still think Philbin's out of there because of the situation.
1: Oh, I think so. Yeah, because of not only Philbin, I think most of the coaching staff is going to be gone.
0: They, this is a franchise, a, yeah. a once proud franchise that is in disarray to say the very least. It's uh, it's a mess. It's an absolute mess.
1: Yeah, I mean, just reading, uh, you know, what happened to Cam Cleland, and, you know, I thought I heard about it so many years ago, but, wow. I I mean, he ran a gauntlet with a pillow over his head because, of course, the veterans forced him to. They were kicking him, punching him, whatever, and then um, at that time, linebacker um, Eddie Royal, no, Eddie Royal, um, what was his name? Uh, I just had it. Andre Royal. He collected coins from every single player and they had no idea what he was doing. He put him in a sock and he hit uh Cleveland so hard in the face it shattered his eye socket, left him with only partial vision and barely broke his nose. I mean Jesus Christ man, this is football. You know? Yeah,
0: but but remember remember John, it's all about softening him up. It's fight club mentality. Uh
1: that's that's, that's garbage, man. You know, I that's know. garbage, man. Football's freaking football. Whereas on a college over at the NFL level, soften my ass up. Come on. Yeah, you know it, it's it's just stupidity. These tell guys are freaking Neanderthals, man. They all are. Really? If tell they, me
0: how if you really believe. feel. You need to come out of your shell more often. No, I'm
1: serious, man. If they truly believe that, man, they're they're just disgusting human beings. They're all douchebags. They I so.
0: agree. I I agree wholeheartedly. It's yeah. just uh, there are no words. There are no words. No. So.
1: Unbelievable, man. Uh, you yeah. know, I don't know. Feel, you know feel bad for a lot of these guys, but at the same time, it's what are you gonna do? And this
0: story is just going to keep on keeping on as we go on, go on, go on. But, you know, before we go any further you know, with with sports stuff, well, actually, before we go any further with any football stuff, I think we need to get into some quote-unquote breaking NBA news involving one of the greats who ever played one year for the Philadelphia 76ers. Oh, wait, he He didn't play. He didn't
1: play. He didn't play. That's your boy, man.
0: That's your main man. Uh, Well, then hit the sounder then.
1: You know, that's my main man.
0: Yeah, there he, is. there he is, Andrew Bleeping Bynum. Now, <clears throat> backstory, <clears throat> backstory. I have a sore throat and a frog in there. His name is Carmen. No, yeah.
1: uh,
0: Andrew Bynum, according to Deadspin.com, this was posted uh, earlier this morning. Well, he's trying to salvage a career after missing an entire season. He has chronically injured knees, and he still plays in pain, and, and so on and so forth. He is considering retirement.
1: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not shocked.
0: Yeah, he. I'm is, not. Yeah. Well, neither am I.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, quoting him here, I still feel sharp pains, like after my dunk, referring to one in Milwaukee. After that, I went down from there. Still quite a ways to go at the moment. It's tough to enjoy the game because of how limited I, limited I am physically. I'm still sort of working through that. I'm struggling. Struggling mentally. I'm trying. Just to be able to play without pain and discover the joy again. It sounds like one of those uh, knee replacement commercials. Retirement was a thought. It was a serious thought. It still is. now yeah.
1: I'm not, Jack. You know, listen. I'll I'll just go back to when the Philadelphia 76ers made that trade for buying him. He was coming from the Lakers, crazy knee injury already. Lakers wanted to get rid of him. You know, you just don't let go of of of, of a young seven footer like that who. Was supposed to be the franchise of you know the future of the
0: franchise. They knew exactly what they were doing.
1: They knew what they were doing, and, and I'm sorry, but I, I think the 76ers, you know, and I'm going to say it again, the dumbest NBA team for even considering to make that trade without going over complete physicals on this guy's knee.
0: We're the close you know, second, being Cleveland, I think, right now. Yeah, too. not
1: even that. You got you got two. Well, you know what, man? Cleveland only gave up money.
0: Yeah,
1: to we the 76ers gave up two players that could really be helping them right now, along with some of these young guys that they got on his team.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, I'm sorry, but if you had Iguodala and Vucevic on the Philadelphia 76ers right now, especially with Harkless coming off the bench,
0: and MCW, you, my main man,
1: you you wouldn't be missing a, a big guy like Nerlens Noel right now, who hasn't even played yet. You know, and Vucevic, look at him. What do you have? 31 points, 20 rebounds the other night for Orlando, and Orlando is actually looking good right now. So yeah. You know, and of course, Iguodala is playing phenomenal. I mean, what did he shoot, like 10 three-pointers against the 76ers the other night?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, he played phenomenal. I'm sorry, but I thought Iguodala was a, a a phenomenal role player. He's not the star of a team, and that's why he's doing so good already in Golden State.
0: Exactly. They play I, team-style basketball. I,
1: I don't blame Andrew Bynum for not playing all season. I don't blame his knees for being screwed up. I blame the 76ers for making that deal, man. Stupid deal.
0: It was one of the stupidest deals in the history of Philadelphia sports. It makes the Von Hayes 5-for-1 trade look tame, i got to say.
1: Yeah, which is uh, great, too, because if you go back to you know to past programs, I said it straight out. This guy is not going to play one minute for the 76ers from everything I heard out of Los Angeles.
0: So, I remember you saying that. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's, you know, I mean, if I knew that and other people knew that, how the hell does a professional franchise not know that, you know?
0: Consider who's in charge of the professional draft. You know,
1: if, if, if they signed him as a free agent, it wouldn't be as bad, which is why for Cleveland it's not that bad. Cleveland's a rebuilding team. They said, let's take a chance on him. Let's throw a one-year deal at him. Not a bad thing. They got rid of guys who could be helping them right now. That's the bad part, and draft picks. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Mind-numbing. Mind-numbing stuff.
1: Um, um, numbing stuff.
0: Yeah. Let's, uh, let, let me bring this up because I linked you to this before the show. You know, high school football, kind of a big deal, okay? Yeah. Now, in some states, it's bigger than others. In South Jersey, here where I live, it's kind of a big deal. Texas, Ohio, where it was born, really big deal. California, kind of a big deal, I guess. So let's go to the famed Coachella Valley in California. Is it famed? Well, it's named it's named Coachella. You think, you figure it out. Um. Now there are many great nicknames. You know, you have your classic, your, your, your Eagles, your Bulldogs, your my alma mater's the Thunderbolts. Yet yeah, we, that that's a pet peeve, by the way. We're named the Thunderbolts, the Millville Thunderbolts, but and I, we use the actual lightning bolt as our mascot. But it was really named for an airplane from back in the World War II days. You figure that out? I don't know. But then you've got Coachella Valley High School, and their team nickname is the Arabs. A-R-A-B-S, the Arabs. Uh, this is not an all-Arab school, but there is a significant Arab population. And their mascot, yeah, it looks like he's a jihadist. Let's keep it real, folks. He looks like he's going to inflict bodily harm. And, yes, very stereotypical. Yeah. How stereotypical? At halftime, a female student dressed as a belly dancer uh, does her thing to, uh, you know, lore, shall we say... The the mascot. Now, there are those who are going against it, obviously, and, and interestingly enough, I have to uh, I have to find the quote here. The uh, president of the school is uh, is pretty much going all Daniel Snyder on the matter and saying, uh, "No." Uh, here is the uh, here is the quote from uh, the president, Rich Ramirez. We're proud of Arab tradition and Arab culture. The comment they make is that it has a hooked-nosed Arab. We have been using the starling face of uh, the mascot to instill fear in the opponent. That's what a mascot does, but we can put a handsome dude in the mascot. Work with us. Don't come off like we're something terrible. We're not terrible. And then here's the, here's the money quote. When 9-11 came, we got terrible, terrible threats to change the name of our mascot. We said no. People love the name. They love the culture. They love our date festival.
1: So this has been going on for years already.
0: This has been going on uh, something like 80 some odd years.
1: And it only hits the news now.
0: Yeah, it's like, where were you people way back when?
1: Yeah, Like I said, it's just, you know, somebody gets, uh, you, know, a, you know, a sniff of it from a big network like Yahoo, and they throw it up, and here we go.
0: I mean, so. do you, do you put it this way. If you had your say, would, would you, you know, fight this, this team name?
1: I mean, I, I, I throw my opinion into the hat, but, you know, it's, you know, in the end, it's up to the school. I mean, you know, I, I don't like it. I think it's stupid. You know, you can have a, you know, a great mascot like a knight or, you know, whatever, you know, a bird or anything. You know, why does it have to be an Arab?
0: Then Hollywood High, not too far away in Southern California, uh, they have an Arab-inspired name. They are the Sheiks. Yeah. But the Iron Sheik is not seen, which makes me sad.
1: He will make you humble. As he will. All right, Jim. He wants
0: to fight Rob uh, Ford. Check that out on
1: National Check. (laughs) He wants to fight Kevin Nash. I mean Scott Hall because Kevin Nash is my friend.
0: (laughs) Kevin Nash the non-knees. All right,
1: all right. I guess I guess that's it for today's show. Uh, Sorry, everybody's only half an hour, but yes, I have.
0: I'm not sure
1: we have things to do today. But joining us on Monday is author Jeff. Perlman, uh we're going to talk to him about his latest wall street journal piece on youth sports we're really looking forward to that one it's going to be a really good show jeff's a good friend of ours here on 20 24 7 sports hub radio so make sure you tune into that on monday at 12 p.m eastern time so for jim williams i'm jonathan Raggis. we'll see you all monday
0: back the truck up on tampa bay people back it up